You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. The organization on doing tax abuse is calling for the resignation of Dr. Bladen Zamande, the Minister of Higher Education and Training, as well as Ernest Koza, the chairperson of the National Student Financial Aid Scheme, NASFAS Board. Auta says it has evidence in the form of voice recordings to support their call. The recordings detail two meetings between Koza and a representative of a service provider which reveal how service providers allegedly paid millions of rands in kickbacks to Nzamande and Koza, as well as at least one million rand to the South African Communist Party. Now, this was done in return for tenders and protection for service providers. For more on this, we join on the line by Auta's investigation manager, Rudy Heineke. Mr. Heineke, that recording uh, and Auta's accompanying report are the latest bombshell exposing corruption and mismanagement at NASFAS. Expand and talk to us about what else is entailed in the recordings. Yes, uh, I think I must just take one step back and say that we received these recordings and we listened to, to it for hours and hours to dissect You know, what was said, uh, it was made in uh, both of them in a restaurant and there's a lot of background noise. So, um, but at the end, we um, subtracted all the uh, important parts that we could clearly um, identify. And uh, first of all, uh, you know, it was uh, possible for us to identify that it was Mr. Koza speaking to Mr. Uh, Tulan Tumba from Coin West Africa. And then there's a third person as well that we could not identify. Now, they're discussing a lot of uh, internal NSFAS um, uh, matters. And that is unheard of, you know, for a chairperson of the board of such an institution to discuss internal matters with a service provider. And it was all about uh, the Werksman's investigation, who they should appoint and what will happen and how they predict the outcome. and. They made plans on if the outcome will be negative for these service providers, how are they going to deal with it and what are they going to do about it? So how much money are we talking about involved in these dealings? Well, in the uh, uh, conversation between the men, you know, a few um, uh, amounts were mentioned. Uh, There was an allegation that we could clearly hear that Mr. Ntumba said that he paid a million rand to the the South African Communist Party. He also added that they uh, sponsored them with T-shirts and and, and printed bags for their conference in 2022. Um, There was also talk about uh, what they called a a war chest of six million rand for the the minister and for for the chairperson. And then at one stage, the unidentified person talked about uh, 1.2 million rand that they had to give him. And I'm sure that he referred there to the chair because that was the discussion the whole time. Uh, And that was actually money that they had to use in their project, in the uh, direct payment of allowances uh, for, for expenses, but they paid that over. Is this enough evidence, though, for calls for the minister and the chairperson of NASFAS to resign? Well, one must uh, remember and keep in mind that, you know, the actions of the minister, the the chairperson of NASFAS, and uh, as a matter of fact, all the NASFAS board members and 
and personnel, you know, they have a direct impact on one, at least one million people, the students that NASFAS is serving. And if uh, one look at these actions and you hear these kind of, and you get this kind of information and you hear these kind of conversations, it cannot be just, you know, a sweat under the carpet and we, can, we must sit back and do nothing about it. So what we've done is to uh, try and, uh, you know, uh, uh, retract everything that we could, put it in this report, and to, this report has been handed to the SIU. They have got a proclamation to investigate NASFAS, and I hope and I do believe that this will form part of their, of their scope of investigation. Uh, in the coming days, we will also uh, uh, submit criminal complaints at the South African Police Service. And uh, because as a civil society organization, we don't have powers and authority to, to uh, uh, investigate this any further, uh, to pull cell phone records and to see what was the location of the people uh, and, and that kind of thing, and to look at bank records to see if money exchanged. So, But the, I think the, the bottom line is that we cannot just sit back if we have information like this because this has got an impact, direct impact on about a million people. How did the recordings find its way to Alta, and is there perhaps a suggestion that politics are also at play here? Uh, I don't think that there's any suggestions that politics um, are at play. Uh, we received this via whistleblower, and unfortunately I cannot reveal more than that. Um, but we do believe that the uh, recordings were authentic. I, I mean, um, if you want to, to forge an, uh, recordings like this, it's going to be very difficult. It's on our website. We've made it public. People can listen to that. They can make up their own minds. To come back yeah. to your question of, of um, is it politically inspired, um, there was talks. Uh, there were talks between the two men, Mr. Ntumba and the un- unidentified uh, person, as well as Mr. Koza that said there is a conspiracy uh, by the ANC and the deputy minister to to um, remove them, uh, him and the minister, you know, from their from their duties. So, uh, but I do not think that was the reason why it landed at Alta. I think, um, you know, it was more a pure reason for un- un- unmasking corruption. You say that people can have access uh, to the recordings. Where can they uh, listen to these recordings? Yes, uh, on our website, if one goes uh, to alta.co.za to our website, and you go to the newsroom, uh, the the uh, media statement is there and at the bottom of the media statement there are links to our report it's a 51 page report where we uh, transcribed a lot of these uh, conversations um and then there's also links to there's also a link or links to the two uh, full recordings of the meetings the one is about 20 minutes and the, the second meeting was about two and a half hours how does all of this really impact on the learners? Because we spoke to NASFAS earlier this week and there were still 20,000 learners that didn't get paid their money for uh, the 2023. How does that impact on those learners and the, the new ones that's coming on board for the 2024 year? I, I do believe that it's got a huge impact on, 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 on the NSFAS beneficiaries. Um, you know, if you listen to these recordings, it is, uh, uh, um, you know, it, it, makes you, it makes you mad to think that, you know, the people are discussing corruption as it is their everyday business. And nowhere in these recordings you will hear that they've got any uh, uh, sympathy or any uh, eagerness to do something for the students and to get these things working. They're just concerned about, you know, their own futures, the contracts, the money, etc., etc. Uh, and with leadership like that and with service providers like that, um, it obviously must have a huge impact on the students. And um, 
we, we, we hope that students take cognizance of this, uh, this event or that took place and that they will make good decisions in the, in, in the future uh, regarding the leadership of NASFAS and the leadership of, of the country, etc. That was Outer's Investigations Manager, Rudy Heineke. Uh, we did try to get a response from NASFAS, the minister, as well as the South African Communist Party, but our efforts yielded no results. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 Nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.